Okay. I don't know how many more of these I have left. Two, at most, at least, you know. It's been good. All right. I give up. <laughs> Can't give up yet. I would say this is the end. It's okay. You know? Sometimes I get what I want without even knowing what I wanted. Amazing to get a gift without even asking. I prayed for this moment. What moment would that be? I never thought I'd see you again. Oh. See me. It took me a long time, you know. <laughs> Gerald's voice is in a really weird register in my nostrils. But it makes sense because he's a pinata, so his nose is always clogged. Like this. really know what I am to be honest apparently I'm a human because I have to do all these human things and all these human things consume my time my needs are the reason that I even have to strive to be anything otherwise I would just really be nothing I realized I have no fear of falling looking down first before you do it that's scary sometimes if you're too high up it's the initial shock how did I get here just this more than just me I think I need a friend or something a friend I said a friend not a lesson and I don't get it is he like a white supremacist but like that's just how they operate I'm like I'm gonna tell you what I am I think they're just paying people to cough around me now. It's called gang stalking. It's a psychological war, but that'll be the implosion of this country's war against its own citizens. Overworking them to the point where they just go crazy. So we import more of them, the white ones, preferably, Ukrainians, we don't mind them. Chinese. But it's harder to emigrate from the browner countries, isn't it? 
course it is. Because it only hurts our economy when they run back home with the money. Live like kings. Oh, whatever. If this country wants to fucking kill me, I'm just about at the end of my energy. I'm at the end of my wits, really. I don't really want to keep living like this. I don't really want to keep living. It's okay. At this point, there's no love left. It's just lessons after lessons, algorithms, NPCs, trying to forget, but people keep reminding me like you're black and that's shitty. That's like the shittiest thing you can be. Okay. So I made my health a priority. I got in under the radar, really. What are you willing to offer? A sacrifice? I sacrificed everything. I had a family. Which makes it bearable enough living in poverty, by the way. Having something. It makes sense working yourself tirelessly. It makes sense being miserable. Because at the end of the day, you can have like a hug or something, you know? A laugh, maybe. That it is psychological warfare. That's why I don't use Instagram, really. This whole thing. You know, the running theory is this world doesn't exist without me. I mean, of course, the world goes on without me. Maybe. Or perhaps, perhaps it just begins again. And this is why I have such memory of all these things. Where did I fuck up last time? What did I do wrong? But at this point, everything I do is wrong. Every little thing. You get what you pay for. A prisoner of my own reality. Consistently reminded of white supremacy. Which I can try to make believe doesn't exist unless I'm constantly working for nothing. And then, how can I be mad at a country that feeds me? It has to. Otherwise, how could I keep working? Choices we make. Then, again, why, why would it need me when it can just import something a little bit less terrifying than how black I am? Even Mexicans come before me. Asians, there is no Asian hate. It's an agenda. 
it's all an agenda. So obviously, Death Wish, does it even have an ending? I think it just bleeds into another series because, well, the end technically would be the beginning. And I'm not gonna do that whole fucking, what was that show called with, um, <laughs> you know? It almost made you forget that Elijah Wood was Frodo. Almost. He was actually really good in that role. It was a good show. Wilfred. I didn't like the end because the end showed you that the whole time he really was just crazy or he was dead living out the result of his own suicide of course we all have to live out the result of our own suicide at some point so this <laughs> this fucked up reality it's not like the one I left behind wasn't fucked up equally respectively I don't know the words to use in this catastrophe. Whatever. <laughs> that was honestly one of the most beautiful things I never asked for. I almost forgot what snow flurries felt like on my face. I pretended to be angry, but really it was something to see. Snowfall in Manhattan. <sighs> the city really is something else, but when you don't want to be here... I don't want to be anywhere. Honestly. Keep waking up in this reality. And it's just money, money, money. Greed, greed, greed. Poverty. Misery. I've been homeless for like ever, it seems like. So I really have no place to decompress. Like even the gym where there's like people coughing all the time. And I'm just like, is somebody being paid to like fuck with me? To the point where it's just like, how important would I even be at that point? Like how much of a threat could I be to anybody? That someone would want me to kill myself or check myself into a mental health facility, which is not designed to help me, but designed to hurt me. Then again, it would be a bed and they would give me medicine that would sedate me and maybe put parts of my brain to sleep so that I live in an altered reality where everything's okay. I don't wanna live in an altered reality where everything's okay to me but nothing really is because then I'm not really doing anything. drawing on the walls. I met someone like this, you know. And 
I was kind of jealous because he had like a $200 a month apartment. But then I went over there and I saw that it was just like... a mental facility with all these people in it that were not healthy at all but had complied by taking the medications they were given and they lived in this altered reality and they took the disability money and they still bought drugs with it because whatever drugs they were taking that the doctor gave them weren't really helping them do anything except for not see but they still had to buy Adderall to focus and Xanax to relax. It was terrifying. This man just drew all over everything and lived in filth. He couldn't see himself decaying mentally. can't say I'm any better. I carried around a little pinata with me. At least for a while. First part of my journey. And then I realized I had to leave him behind. It was just false security. the vacuum cleaner that's God telling me to go somewhere else so that's what I'm gonna do God telling me where you know apparently all these horrible things that are happening to me are just a result of white supremacy this guy's been letting me stay in the extra room in his apartment that he usually uses as an Airbnb but he won't stop talking about how privilege he is how the whole world the whole world is just a result of white supremacy and patriarchy like he won't stop talking about it to the point where I can't stop thinking about it and that's damaging so I can't help but think that he was just hired to fuck me up mentally I mean it's, it's not like I wasn't like vulnerable or weak after the whole Skrillex thing And now I just feel like the whole world wants me dead and wants to hurt me. Maybe I'm right. Or maybe it's just a result of psychological warfare. And as we look with tunnel vision into World War III, I can't believe I can't believe this country would actually have an agenda against its own citizens.
What would be the point of that? Or maybe that's just how black I am. And like this doesn't happen to white people. <laughs> All this fucking torture and just like fucking code switching. Fucking finding my synesthesia as a weakness and fucking literally terrorizing me to the point where I live in fucking earplugs. I live in them. This dude just keeps talking about fucking, like, white power and white supremacy and playing fucking podcasts that fucking talk about wasps. Like, don't fucking remind me. Like, I'm trapped in this fucking reality where everything has blue eyes and is trying to fucking kill me and I don't want to live in that fucking world. But as a writer, I write about everything. And so I see how it is and I see how people are treating me. And I write about it. And at this point, that matters less and less because I I can't really do anything with my writing. I can't really do anything with anything. I can't even find, like, a place to stay without paying, like, a subscription. (laughs) Like, I can't even find a work exchange without, like, paying a monthly fee. I can't publish anything without paying a monthly fee. I can't be a superstar DJ without paying a monthly fee. I can't do anything except for fucking work. And I can't work anymore. My energy is just not doing anything that it feels it doesn't need. And that's terrifying. Like, I don't need to do this. My time is more worth seventeen fifty. And seventeen fifty seems like a lot, but not in New York City, which is the most expensive place like ever. I still feel like I only got stuck here because I was talking about my trip on Instagram, and then my flight got like magically delayed. <laughs> like, oh no, no, you're not going anywhere, you fucking slave. Stay here. I thought maybe it would be like a fucking opportunity. I'm like, it's okay. Like, I can just network in New York City. But no, it's just as hard as anywhere else to get in. It's just as competitive. I'm still not pretty enough. I hate this reality. It's not even to the point where I hate everything. Simple joys, snowflakes on my face. But at the same time, like, I hate having my blackness and my low social status just like thrown in my face all the time to the point where it's like, I fucking, I don't wanna live anymore. I don't, like, what's the point?
Everything costs money, including my survival. Like, I cost too much. It cost too much. Bug it. I don't know. I don't know how to wake up from this fucking nightmare. I don't know how to wake up from this fucking nightmare. I don't know how to wake up from this fucking